0: I was very happy to see that Tesla apparently is taking the hard path, which means we need to work with what we have and make it better and better and better. But these are, you know, it's hard to do. And
1: it's- Welcome to another episode of Energy Talks, the podcast where we discuss global energy issues and trends with experts from around the world. My guest today is Dr. Kai-Philip Kai-Lee. CEO of Accure, a German battery intelligence data analytics platform provider. We'll give him a chance to explain what that actually means. And we're going to be talking about Tesla's recent battery day on September 22nd. Welcome to Energy Talks, Kai.
0: Hi, good
1: to be here. Now, uh, let's start with a, a brief, you know, background on you and your company. Uh, could you give us uh, I know you've worked in the U.S. a little bit. You taught at one of the universities in the uh, American universities. So give us a little uh, little background on you and your company. Okay, so my background is in electrical engineering, and
0: I've been working in the battery space for the past 10 years, mostly in Europe, sometime in Singapore, and I also worked at UCLA um, two years ago. Um, and ultimately, what batteries have become over the past decade is a a key enabler for sustainable energy and for sustainable transport and with Acure, the company that we just founded we want to support companies in understanding batteries better to make better products to make them more you know more affordable and also um lessen their environmental impact to have you know a better overall package
1: yeah, let's talk about for a moment why batteries are, are important. You touched on it, but the, it, at Energy Media, uh, we do a lot of reporting uh, mm-hmm. on the energy transition, which is all about moving from fossil fuels to electricity. As I'm fond of saying, the future is electric. And so batteries are critical to electrifying vehicles, mm-hmm. electrifying buildings, electrifying industry, and of course, shifting power generation to wind and solar. So batteries really become, I guess, the the critical technology to enabling all of those other energy technologies. Yeah, that's
0: true. I mean, we have seen incredible developments, both in solar and wind technology. And so these are, I would say, you know, the first things that we need in place to to move towards a more sustainable energy, energy future. But I'm actually very optimistic about these technologies. I mean, solar is now the world's cheapest form of energy. And who would have thought that 15 years ago? Uh, I mean, the International Energy Agency still is struggling with this development and is, you know, doesn't really want to admit to it. Um, but we have seen tremendous improvements in these technologies. And solar and wind have become so important to the energy systems around the world that now we are approaching the uh, physical limits of how much, you know, volatile energy they can ingest. And now batteries come into place.
1: Let's talk about battery day. So on September 22nd, 300,000 people tuned in or attended uh, online uh, to listen to Elon Musk and some of his his, uh, scientists. And... It was uh, been described as a science lesson in batteries, battery (laughs) cell design, battery manufacturing. And uh, a piece that I read that you commented on, you praised Tesla for having a hands-on approach to solving real world kind of problems. Continual innovation instead of hoping for a big technical breakthrough. But all of what Tesla's talking about really becomes a transformation of lithium ion battery technology so this is it looks it sounds to me as an energy journalist like this is we're ready for another big step change in this in this technology yeah I mean first it's as a battery scientist as a battery engineer
0: um, it's amazing to see how much publicity this topic has you know received or is receiving over the past since about two or three years so ten years ago it was still a pretty niche Electrochemistry was so unpopular in in the universities around the world, and thanks to you know sustainable energy, they now become wildly important. And 300,000 people around the world watching a presentation of very technical details on, on battery technology—that is quite something. <laughs> and so, um, talking about you know the big battery breakthrough versus Continuous improvements. I was very happy to see that Tesla apparently is taking the hard path, which means we need to work with what we have and make it better and better and better. But these are, you know, very—it's um, it's hard to do, and it's there, there's a lot of mistakes you can make along the way, which will, you know, get you back, and then you have to have to start over again compared to, let's just hope for a new thing that will solve it all.
1: Well, we're going to talk about three of those innovations. And the first one is tabless battery design. So what is it? A tabless battery design replaces the small conductive area of the tab with a wide interface. So can you explain what tabs are and why they're important?
0: When we talk about a battery, like a battery in in an electric car, um, it's actually a lot of small battery cells that are basically um, put into a module or a pack together to get to a certain voltage. Like a lithium-ion battery has 3.6 volts, but we need like 400 to 800 volts to run a car. So we make we take a lot of these cells and combine them. And combining these cells, we need, um, well, com- uh, basically the tabs. Tabs are like the small metallic pieces that come out of a battery. connect it and then we oftentimes today we use laser welding to connect the batteries with each other um, which works technically fine but it has some issues like temperature because electricity has to run through all these connections which you know can increase their temperature which is maybe in some cases bad for the performance of the cell getting rid of the taps just increases the power capability and it also saves uh, some work.
1: Now, the benefits of this, from what I understand, uh, really seem to be striking. Five times more energy storage and six times more power capacity. Could you explain that? Um, Well, (laughs) that needs to be taken with a grain of salt um,
0: because the, the battery itself will not be five times better or six times better um but there are some (coughs) properties of the battery that get increased by a factor of two three four or five which if you add all these innovations iterations up will increase the energy density by i think 40 percent 30 40 percent i'm not sure what they what they said uh and decrease the price which heavily depends on energy density by the way uh, down to 50 something percent uh, of the status quo.
1: So let's the second innovation is the move to metallic silicone anode technology and maybe we should talk to begin just what are anodes and cathodes and the role they play in a battery. Yeah absolutely
0: so every battery across all the different chemistries there are lead acid, nickel, cadmium, lithium-ion, all these batteries consist basically of four things. We have an anode, a cathode, an electrolyte, and a separator. So I mean, most people can imagine a lead-acid battery. um, And a lithium-ion battery, in in principle, works similar. Uh, In lithium-ion batteries, the cathode is usually something a metal made of nickel manganese cobalt that's where you know the the cobalt is and the anode today is graphite because it works very well it's not too expensive uh, and it has good properties and what tesla wants to do and what many researchers have done around the world for the past year so it's nothing very new but rolling it out in a mass production way is new is adding higher amounts of silicon to this graphite because the silicon can take up more lithium which means you can you know pack more energy into a given volume which increases energy density
1: now my understanding is that the benefits are could increase driving range i guess energy density by as much as 20% and lower cost by 5% just this one move
0: Yeah, I mean, um, costs and energy density are very closely related. Uh, If you think about um, the costs are per kilowatt hour and energy density means how much kilowatt hour do I have per kilogram. And so if I can get more kilowatt hours of my same material, I, I can save material, you know, because if I can use that better, I don't need to buy as much. And so these, these um, parameters are very closely related. Um, and um, adding silicon is actually a very tricky thing from an engineering pers- perspective because it acts a little bit weird. <laughs> it, it increases its volume when charged. And so you need to deal with this mechanical stress. And it's really interesting to see how they are dealing with that.
1: So I understand that the issues, the engineering issues that have to be overcome are uh, to deal with that expansion that you're talking about. And then something called silicon electrolyte interface. Could you explain what that is, please?
0: Yeah, so the um, the anode of a lithium-ion battery um, today is graphite. Um, and a lithium-ion battery is not a stable um, component. It's, it's an electrochemical um, it's an electrochemical um, process that's going on all the time whether you use it or not that's where calendar aging comes from. If you just let a battery sit in your shell for five years it, it might die over the time just because you know of, of the side effects from the chemical reactions and so the solid electrolyte interface is a, a form of basically rust, it's, it's, it's the rust of graphite that forms when under stress. And this is the big miracle about lithium ion batteries because it's, it's preventing the battery from degrading in, in, in days. So it's what, what keeps the battery safe, but it's incredibly difficult to, 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 to estimate. It grows during operation, and by growing, it takes away lithium. So uh, dealing with the solid electrolyte interface is one of the you know, key knowledge, secret knowledge of every battery manufacturer. And if you add silicon to the mix, it becomes even you know, more complicated, um, but that's very, very deep in the, in, in, in the chemical space.
1: Well, let's go a little deeper then. Uh, mm-hmm. I understand that preventing this expansion, what Tesla is doing, is stabilizing cheap raw silicon through elastic ion conducting polymer coating. What in the world does that mean?
0: Well, it's basically the approach is it, how can we deal with the properties of the materials that we have? And so they apparently found a way to basically compensate the expansion of the silicon um, or th- th- they would let it expand without cracking, you know, the, the surrounding graphite and the, the surrounding molecules, which is, you know, a, a, an aging factor that could kill the battery in 20 or 30 cycles. So it's really about working with this breathing system so that it doesn't crack.
1: So I gather you work with it instead of trying to prevent it. Absolutely. So the last thing we're going to talk about is dry coating. So this is the mass production uh, dry coating of those electrolyte onto the cathodes. And could you explain to us how that works?
0: So like the traditional way to, to produce lithium ion batteries is you have a roll of aluminum and copper, and then you basically paste the active materials such as graphite or nickel, manganese, cobalt onto these metal sheets and you're coating them, you know, as a slurry. um, And then you have to dry that in a pretty large process. And once it's dried and you you build the package, you fill in the electrolyte, you you close it and you're done. And this whole wet coating process and the drying are incredibly um, energy uh, demanding and they need a lot of footprint because if you want to dry something and wet coat it first, a, a thing that's moving at almost 100 meters per, per second per couple of seconds, um, you just need space for, to give it time to dry. And also there's a lot of wastewater that you're dealing with because you know if, if you apply something wet and you have to dry it, you just need a constant influx of water, um, which can become difficult in building new factories. Just look at uh, Giga Berlin. They are uh, heavily dealing with environmental concerns, and so the more inert you can make your factory, the less water you need, the less energy you need. It, it just becomes easier to build, and also if it's smaller, it's easier to find, you know, space. And so I think that's this is one of the. To me this tells me that they really intend to build more battery factories because if they you know focus on making that much easier this would allow them to to multiply their capacity much quicker
1: so the benefits of uh, dry coating as i understand it reduces energy which is a big issue uh, going forward eliminating toxic solvents and vastly speeding up production i think you as you said in one of the articles I read, you know, that now they can just crank these batteries out of the, the factory in much less time than they were, were doing. Is that, have I got that right? Um, well, it,
0: it, it increases the speed of building factories. So, you know, it, it takes away some of the complexity of, of the factory itself. So that's great when you want to build new factories everywhere. Um, the speed of production of the batteries itself probably also increased, but you know, not dramatically by a magnitude or such.
1: Well, Kai, this is ve- very interesting. And I, now I understand batteries much better than I, than I did before <laughs> our conversation. Thank you for that. Um, what, are there any other innovations that were announced during Battery Day that caught your attention?
0: Well, honestly, the, the innovations that they showed um, they paint a picture they paint a picture of tesla building much more batteries than many people assume today because all of the innovations are really pointing towards a um, mass production and i'm not talking about mass production as of gigafactory but they might be you know thinking about the next magnitude terafactory N- not in one building but you know around the world and The cost curve that they show that they, you know, where they want to reach something in the range of 50 euros per kilowatt hour, dollars per kilowatt hour, these are numbers where five years ago, many researchers would have said that's physically not possible. You know, even if you get the raw materials for free, you will never reach 50 uh, US dollars. And so they want to reach that in three years. And this has significant impact on our energy and transportation systems, and I think this is this is such this would be so disruptive that we need to talk, you know, more about it.
1: Well, that's, uh, we'll end on that note because uh, the, the these innovations that Elon Musk, I mean, let's face it, Elon Musk has uh, done an amazing job of driving innovation forward in the electric vehicle space. And I guess we shouldn't be surprised to see him doing it again. And now we understand better exactly what he is doing. And is it fair to say, we'll leave on this note, is it fair to say that Tesla is where it is today in part because of superior engineering and design?
0: Um, their engineering and design is very good. I, I, that's Especially if you think about how you know goal-oriented they were like the first Tesla vehicles, it, that was really coming from a startup. So they didn't sit down and engineer for many, many years to have the best product, but they just got something out on the streets. And so this you know, startup mindset that they still have um, is something that really gave them such uh, you know, an, an edge over the traditional OEMs who didn't dare to get a product out that quickly. And so I would really hope that the spirit of Tesla, which I think is their main competitive advantage, um, might, you know, um, be an inspiration for the legacy uh, automakers um, to, to just increase their, uh, their speed.
1: Kai, thank you very much for this. Uh, we really appreciate your insights and we'll look forward to chatting with you again uh, at least in, in three years to see if Tesla, in fact, has reached the goal of $50 a kilowatt hour.